Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. The Cowboys break the bank for Dak. The Eagles want Jalen Hurts to be the guy. Plus, will any more QB dominoes fall before the NFL draft? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. It had been all quiet on the country western front in Dallas with Dak Prescott. And then all of a sudden, on Monday, out of the blue, we get the announcement of a four-year $160 million contract for Dak Prescott with $126 million in guaranteed dollars. Joining me now from Locked On Cowboys, Landon McCool. And Landon, I know you and I have talked about this uh, off air, but we were expecting maybe a shorter deal, maybe not quite getting to $40 million APY, and yet here we are with this monster extension for Dak Prescott. What is your reaction just top line out of the, out of the gate? Whew. <laughs> you know, basically relief. You know, I, I think uh, I had a lot of confidence throughout this process that it would happen, that it would get done, that they would they would sign a deal with them. Um, there was just too much going on both sides that 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 they both wanted this deal to get done. So, uh, you know, a relief, obviously. Um, I was surprised that they were able to get that fourth year uh, out of Dak Prescott. I, I thought it would be a three-year deal, but it, and actually it was a six-year deal when you talk about the two voidable years to kind of help them move money around. I think if you look at the deal, just based on what we've seen initially, both sides got a little bit of what they wanted, and I think uh, they're going to be satisfied that it's done uh, and that you know both sides took their lumps, but I think everybody was satisfied with, uh, with, with the fact that, both, that, that he's with the Cowboys and he's coming back and, and they don't have to talk about it or worry about it anymore. What is your outlook with Dak coming off this major injury in 2020? He's bringing back an incredible group of skill, talent, players. Uh, the offensive line, a bit of a question, which is not something we've been able to say in Dallas for a while. So what are you expecting from him in 2020 because, or in 2021? Because his 2020, the start that he got off to was historic. I mean, he was on pace to have one of the great quarterback seasons we'd ever seen. Yeah, I mean, the good news on the tackle front is that it does sound like Tyron Smith is fully committed to coming back and playing next year. Uh, he's in, been in the offseason program, as has Dak, by the way. This entire time, never missed a beat. Even after he got injured, he was taking COVID tests and come visiting the Cowboys. Um, and and Lael Collins is going to come back next year. Uh, you know, the whole COVID situation this year really screwed up his offseason training, and he just never was able to kind of get over his hip situation. That appears to have changed. Hopefully with a year off, he'll be healthy. Uh, and I think that, frankly, Dak kind of picks up where he, he started off of the early part of the season last year and just kind of goes. Uh, I think there is some concern about, you know, offensive tackle. They'll look to shore up the position because you just don't know where Tyron Smith is going to be in a year from now or beyond. Uh, but I think the Cowboys think that they're in a good spot right now. They're getting a lot of guys coming back healthy, uh, and hopefully their offensive line won't have the same kind of injury luck that they had last season. Quickly, as we finish up, does solidifying Dak for 2021 – make the Cowboys the favorite in the NFC East? Yeah, I mean, I think it would be hard not to call them the favorites at this point just because, you know, Washington's really the only team that I think has the kind of talent level right now that is at least some sort of organization moving forward. Philadelphia looks to be a complete mess. Uh, New York is still kind of in early stages. Washington needs a quarterback. We'll see what that situation soars up like, but Dak and Dallas right now look to be uh, the, the favorites for the NFC East. I would It would stand to reason. 
Dak looks like, at the very least, clearly the best quarterback in that division. And it's usually a good bet to pick the team with the best quarterback. The Eagles want Jalen Hurts to be the quarterback and build around him. What that means for Philly, next. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball. Baseball is going to be here before you know it. Hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. One more break to talk about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure? Often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counter guy orders the parts off his computer, choosing only from the brands his warehouse happens to carry. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for yourself for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, RockAuto is always the reliably low price for you and the same for a professional, not two different prices. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Appalachian State is heading to the NCAA tournament for the first time in 21 years. They won the Sun Belt Conference tournament on Monday night, beating Georgia State 80 to 73. And another North Carolina team punched their ticket to the dance on Monday. It wasn't UNC, Duke, or NC State. It was UNC Greensboro winning the SOCON championship over Mercer 69-61. Nice score there. Other North Carolina schools that have a chance at the dance. Elon, who plays in the CAA final tonight, and North Carolina A&T are the favorite in the MEAC. As for UNC, a lot of acronyms to keep straight here. Are you following this? Duke or NC State, only one of them could get in, and they would need a Cinderella-type run in the ACC to get there. Monday was International Women's Day, and UConn's women basketball made history. This time, it's Paige Beckers winning both the Big East Player of the Year and the Big East Tournament Player of the Year. Paige is the first player to win both as a freshman. UConn beat Marquette 73-39. to No, that is not a typo. In the Big East Final, and the Huskies are currently number one in the AP poll. An emotional Gino Ariema talked about this long road to the Big East title. I've never been more proud of any team. We won a lot of these. I don't know how many. I'm sure somebody will bring it up. How many of these? I don't I don't remember quite a spontaneous and joyful celebration like these kids had. It's great to be young. You know, these these young kids that have come in and really they've reinvigorated everyone associated with our program. They, they, they are just 
really unique kids and I'm I'm really happy for them you know my life doesn't change that much you know winning another championship but my life was changed tonight because of because I I got a chance to see the way they celebrated that was worth that was worth waiting six months for. And in the spirit of International Women's Day, I also want to shout out the great producer of this show, Allie Bronson. She will probably cut this out and be mad at me for bringing it up, but I do not need a special day to appreciate the work that she does. This show only exists because of that work. I appreciate it, and I hope you guys do too. It's NCAA tournament season, but it's also NFL tag season, and the Jets used their first franchise tag designation since 2016 by placing the tag on safety Marcus May. The Washington football team also placed their tag on right guard Brandon Scherf for a second consecutive season. Here is another story you need to know. This offseason, the Philadelphia Eagles traded Carson Wentz got rid of Doug Peterson, and added Nick Sirianni as their next head coach. So they have their coach. According to Chris Mortensen, they have their quarterback with ownership pushing for Jalen Hurts to be the guy and for the rest of the team to build around him. Joining me now from Locked On Eagles, Gino Camilleri. And Gino, if you were in the ear of Jeffrey Lurie and you were in the war room with Howie Roseman, how would you be handling the quarterback situation right now with Jalen Hurts and whatever they can do in the draft and free agency? So it came out today that there was a report that Jeffrey Lurie had said that Jalen Hurts is to be the guy that this team builds around. And I think that is good for the short term to look at it like that because it is, I'd say, a win-win scenario to play Jalen Hurts this year and not draft a quarterback because you look at it, he only has four and about two and a half quarters of game film in the NFL right now. You picked him 53rd overall. You still need time to see if he is, in fact, the guy. And when you're drafting a player in the second round, you believe that they could be a high-end backup, but at the same time, they could give you a chance to win some football games in the National Football League. And we know what Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie think of Jalen Hurts, seeing that they were willing to get rid of Doug Peterson and trade Carson Wentz. So when you look at this win-win scenario, not only are you going to get more tape on a young Jalen Hurts, but at the same time, if he does well, you can roll with him into 2022, 2023 maybe. But if he, let's say, takes a dive and he isn't what you expected him to be, next year's draft class, in terms of quarterbacks, looks very solid. If he's the guy, you're fine. But if he's not the guy, then you've built around a very specific kind of quarterback, and the next guy you bring in, you either need to revamp everything or you need to find that same style of guy. Totally, and that's the cost-risk analysis that you have to do with any situation that you're in in the National Football League. But the one thing that I look at and the one, I would say, kind of gold star I would put on this whole situation is that the fact that they have a head coach in Nick Sirianni, who in the previous three seasons had to change his offense from Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett to Phillip Rivers, now to Jalen Hurts. So he has done it the past three years being able to put his quarterbacks in the best position regardless of the style of offense that they run. But at the same time, you're 100% right, Pete. If you build this offense that Jalen Hurts, you want to get the ball out quick, you do a more 
I would say read option style offense where you look at what Seriani did with Phillip Rivers and Brissett, getting that ball out quick for those two gentlemen. I would assume he would try to do that for Hertz as well. You run the risk of setting yourself back another year if he doesn't turn out. And that's what you have to be talking about in that building if you were going to think about taking a quarterback this year, for example. But if that's off the table with what Jeffrey Lurie said, you just have to try and put your team in the best position. And if Jalen Hurts is that guy that the team wants to move forward with, regardless of what happens in 2022 and 2023, you have to build out this team for 2021 for Jalen Hurts. Will any more QB dominoes fall before the NFL draft? Our Q of the day is next. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. Now that Dak Prescott is signed, there are still other superstar quarterbacks whose futures remain up in the air and other non-superstar quarterbacks on teams who are thinking, hey, maybe we could get a superstar quarterback. Joining me now from Locked on NFL and Locked on Saints, Ross Jackson. And Ross, when you look at the landscape here, free agency is less than two weeks away. We have the draft coming up um, you know, in about two months from now. What is the next domino on the quarterback landscape that you see falling here? Yeah, I, I think that there are a couple of maybe trades that maybe pop to the top of some people's heads. Of course, we're watching what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, what might happen with Russell Wilson, which doesn't seem like that's really in a rush to happen by any means. But a couple of names that I would certainly look at in terms of potential signings, where does Alex Smith look at? Where does Alex Smith end up? Excuse me. But for me, the big one that I'm really interested in, and of course, it's come to the local angle as well, is whether or not Drew Brees makes his announcement here within the next week about his retirement or whether he's going to remain with the New Orleans Saints. It seems that retirement is the way that's going to go. But until he makes that announcement, that team can't really do anything at the quarterback position without the risk of signaling his retirement on his behalf. I was going to ask you about some under the radar names because, you know, I think Marcus Mariota, probably Mm -hmm. there are going to be teams calling on him. There have reportedly been teams calling on Derek Carr, Mm -hmm. who I think not just an underrated name in this discussion, an underrated name overall. I, I, I think, you know, he's an easy target, but I think he's he's played really good football the last two seasons in a situation that is suboptimal given the, the players around him. There, there are going to be moves. I mean, Adam Schefter made no bones about all of the player movement that we're going to see. Are you surprised that we haven't seen more movement or is it just that every year this seems to happen where we're, we're so excited that a million things are going to happen. There's going to be a million trades and then like one and a half moves get made. <laughs> it could be a little bit of that, right? It could be us sort of uh, digging for those moves to, may, to be made and maybe they don't necessarily get made. But we also have to keep in mind the salary cap too. I mean, to the point to where at least we're speaking, yep. there's been no announcement about what the salary cap is going to be. Now we saw the huge contract for Dak Prescott, which seems to indicate that someone knows something about the TV deals that are on the way. And if that the case, then maybe that works out to the mm, NFL's who favor. Could that someone be <laughs> right. I wonder who. Uh, you know, that could work out in the NFL's favor. But up until that announcement is made, it doesn't surprise me so much that we haven't seen a lot of that player movement because nobody knows what they're. You know, they have to be under 
a salary cap by the 17th. And right now they don't know what that salary cap is that they need to be compliant with. So that would certainly be one of them. And in terms of a couple of under the radar names, Sam Darnold, as I mentioned, definitely want to watch figuring out what's going to go on with the Chicago bears. Let's say that they sign an Alex Smith. That means that something has to happen probably with Mitchell Trubisky as well as Nick Foles. And then you mentioned Marcus Mariota, but also Chase Daniel, apparently getting a lot of, uh, getting a lot of attention out on the market as well as one of those, uh, I'll say career backups, one of those guys you can always trust to be around with the clipboard uh, kind of folks in the NFL. Sneaky athletic, that Chase. <laughs> uh, Real gym rat, man. <laughs> he has the best the best job in in maybe the world to just, to just collect checks and never play and never have any expectations of playing. It really is terrific. And finally, the University of Kansas and Les Miles have mutually agreed to part ways effective immediately. Miles faces allegations from 2013 while he was still at LSU. That include texting female students, taking them to his condo alone, making them feel uncomfortable, and on at least one occasion, kissing a student and suggesting they go to a hotel after telling her he could help her career. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, five more tickets get punched to the NCAA tournament. We'll have that, so at least until tomorrow. Stay locked on today.